Hey there, Buffalo Bills fans. Welcome back to another episode of Believe, a Bills fan podcast. I'm Jamie D'Amico, and I'm flying solo in the air chair here while John Boccasino is out on assignment. And boy, we do miss him around here. So, fans, mafia, we all saw it this season. The Buffalo Bills dropped passes, right? It seemed at times like it was an epidemic amongst the team, but was it really that bad? Well, Tim Graham, great writer, been writing about the Bills for many, many years, is now employed by The Athletic, and he had a great article about that in The Athletic, which is subscription only. And I wanted to discuss this article with you. It's titled, Catch as Catch Can't. How can Buffalo Bills wide receivers correct course on drops? And the eye test is always very important for a fan, right? If it looks like they're dropping passes, you assume that that's the case. But Tim was able to bring a lot of actual statistics into it. And it's worse than I thought it was, to be 100% honest with you. (laughs) So Graham starts off by talking about how it was perceived as a strength, the Bills wide receivers. You had Stephon Diggs coming off of a couple of career years. You had Dawson Knox signing a, a, a new contract, a big one at that. And it looked like Gabriel Davis, because of what we had seen of him late in the season, looked like he was ready to absolutely destroy the league. Isaiah McKenzie, my belief is that he was ready to take over in the slot. Well, fast forward to the end of the 2022 season, the Bills let go of Chad Hall, their wide receivers coach, which is not a coincidence, according to Graham. And they've replaced him with a, a guy named Adam Henry, who has really bounced around the league quite a bit. Never really stayed anywhere more than two years. Graham describes him as a journeyman. And he goes on to write, quote, The Bills were awful at catching passes. Pro football Focus data shows that they led the NFL in drops per game, were second in total drops, were third in drop percentage, and squandered the most yardage through drops. He then goes on to interview a couple of people in this article, one of which is Hall of Fame wide receiver Charlie Joyner, who's also a longtime receivers coach, and also a college coach uh, named Joker Phillips, who has uh, he's been around the NFL and in college for 30 years and has made his living as a receivers coach. And he starts off with a Charlie Joyner quote. And Charlie Joyner says... The new rules are just built for the passing game. When guys still can't catch it, there's something wrong. And that's why Chad Hall isn't with the team anymore. The article goes on to quote Pro Football Focus, who has the Bills with 34 drops, a 6.1% of their pass attempts. Those incompletions totaled 343 yards from the spot of the drop, the NFL's greatest waste by 72 yards, he writes, over the next closest team despite their canceled game. Only 10 teams dropped over 200 yards worth of passes. 
Graham then goes on to write, Gabriel Davis and Isaiah McKenzie were supposed to at least fill, if not surpass, roles vacated by veterans Emmanuel Sanders and Cole Beasley, who aged out. Davis dropped seven passes, 7.5% of his targets. McKenzie dropped five passes, 8.1% of his targets. Amongst wideouts with at least 25 catches, they ranked eighth worst and third worst in drop percentage. Unquote. So at this point, I'm thinking to myself, well, okay, they were a problem, but at least at least the Bills had Stephon Diggs. Well, not so fast, Jamie. Because Graham continues to write, quote, Diggs tied for the NFL lead in drops with nine, his most since Pro Football Focus began tracking them in 2019, Diggs' drop percentage, 6, ranked 22nd amongst wideouts with 25 catches. But it was his worst rate with Buffalo and more than twice as bad as in 2021 when he dropped just four passes for 2.5% of his targets. Unquote. Okay. What is going on? Like, why, why are the Bills statistically worse at catching the football in 2022 than they were in 2020. Joker Phillips, who I had mentioned, said that drops are contagious. It can get into one guy's head. It can get into a team's head, he writes. I've had practices where I thought it got into our head and where everybody had good ball skills, but one guy drops it and the next guy drops it and so on. So, A few more stats are laid out. Dawson Knox, yes, he had his problems catching the ball early in his career. He got better, took a step back this past season. The running backs weren't particularly great at catching the ball either. And it's it's even more difficult when you consider that Isaiah Hodgins dropped zero passes this season. (laughs) Um. Now, okay, there's the mental aspect of it. But then you get to thinking, well, perhaps the issue is Josh Allen throwing the ball. At times, it seems like maybe he's not the most accurate. Maybe he, oh, I don't know, isn't putting the ball in a place where the the receivers need it. So let me read these two paragraphs to you. Buffalo struggled to catch, although Josh Allen had an accurate campaign. Allen's completion percentage of 63.3, albeit six points below his 2020 career high, was identical to his prior season. Beyond that, Pro Football Focus also records off-target pass attempts. As a rookie, Allen posted an NFL-high 17% off-target percentage. We all remember that. He improved to 10.7% in 2020 and 11.8% in 2021, both slightly worse than the NFL average, and then 10.3% last year, nearly a full point better than league average. Josh Allen wasn't the problem. So what is the problem? Well, okay, Is it the mental aspect of the game? Is it the coaching? Is it that Brandon Bean is bringing in receivers that just have bad hands? And you start looking at it, and 
reading about it, and it appears that there's a bit more to it than I was thinking. Number one, you can't practice game conditions. Like, you really can't have a defensive back draped all over a receiver in practice every single day. And then also, when you're putting the receivers in shells, it's going to increase their range of movement in practice as opposed to the shoulder pads that they wear during game days. And one of the, uh, one of the people interviewed for this article, Scott Linehan, is quoted as saying, the most impressive trait a receiver can have is that play strength, the ability to catch while being hit. How effective is he when a 220-pound guy is hitting him? For some, that's God-given. Sure, you can practice it, but a lot of it is will and concentration. And the jugs machines, writes Tim Tim Graham, can't replicate a form to the sternum, uh, crowds crescendo, rubber pellets flying, lungs burning from a a double-move deep route, raindrops on the visor, tangled feet with a defender, dread from a looming collision, or toe-tapping the sidelines while being shoved in the lumbar. It all makes a lot of sense to me that, yes, being a receiver is difficult. So, I guess, I guess I have been going on long enough here and talking about, talking about this article only to get to the point to tell you, I don't know what's going on with this team. And right in the title, Tim Graham says, how can the Bills receivers correct course on drops? It doesn't really give a prescription. Uh, all it really says is that you, you know, the jugs machines aren't the answer because in a sterile environment, it, it, it doesn't matter. You can catch balls all day because you don't have somebody trying to knock you off your route and you know, hitting you in the face, adjusting your your vision, getting in your way. It just. It's really interesting because I started off this podcast when I was thinking about it and even when I started reading this article was that, hey, we're going to come up with a prescription to to fix it. And I think all I've done is I've made myself frustrated and angry. And I'm hoping that you guys, as fans, can get back to me, write me on Twitter at the Jamie D'Amico and tell me what how you would prescribe what's ailing the Buffalo Bills receivers when it comes to catching the ball. Um, I know you come here for answers. I don't actually have any. What I wanted to say is your eyes are not deceiving you. The Bills are bad at catching the football, and it's not Josh Allen's fault. So even though Chad Hall was very popular amongst players and fans and at times was talked about as a future offensive coordinator, maybe moving on from him is the right move. Well, hey, there we have it. Thanks for listening. Thank you for joining Believe. We'll be back at you again next week. John Boccasino will be with us. I'm Jamie D'Amico. Please reach out to me on Twitter, as I mentioned, at Go. And have yourself a great week. Bill's Mafia. Bye. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. 
You can add the Fundrise Flagship Fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise Flagship Fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com Flagship. This is a paid advertisement.